Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram, and this is Fucking Talking Shit with Eagle, episode number 39. Tonight's uh, guest, Evolve 420, is with us. He is an East Coast grower and uh, very much looking forward to hearing his stories and techniques and uh, everything about him. Evolve 420, welcome. How you doing tonight? Thanks, Eagle. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Uh, smoking my, my joint and uh, ready to do the show. Trying to bring up the chat now. Hopefully uh, you can see everyone talking. Not, not too many. I don't think there's one so far. Sometimes oh, it oh, takes oh. a second. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what are you smoking on over there? Right now, I'm actually smoking on some mimosa hash, bubble hash, and some of my dragon tail flower in a J. That sounds pretty damn good. I always appreciate some uh, bubble hash myself. Love me some good bubble hash. Me too. It makes just just makes the whole day go better. (laughs) Back to say, ah, yes. I was sitting here chopping up this bud, and uh, I was thinking to myself, as you said, yours, I was like, man, is my bubble hash right here? Because I had it in the other room earlier, <laughs> rolling some up. I was panicking, thinking I didn't have nothing handy. Uh, yeah, uh, go ahead and quick shout out to the early birds, Alberta Cannabis Grower, Native 8, Michigan Native, uh, Cannon Trooper, Dankman Dan, how you guys doing tonight? JD's, hello. Evolve, you know how this works. If you uh, see anybody yeah. in chat or if you see a question that uh, catches your eye, uh, feel free to uh, address that. Hey, Nova, how you doing? Green Nugs. I actually uh, got to meet Green Nugs. Well, I knew him before. I just didn't know who Green Nugs was until the other day. So, welcome, Green Nugs. So, Evolve 420. Uh, tell me your story. How you let's start from the beginning, like we always do. Let's uh, when was your first experience with cannabis? Uh, I'm about 420 on Instagram. My uh, oh, I did my skip handler. that, didn't I? My bad. You're all good, you're all good. And uh, my, my first cannabis experience was actually, believe it or not, first time I ever smoked was out of a coconut. It was out of a coconut. I was about maybe 15 or 16 year old in my buddy's house. And that was my first time. And I didn't really get very like, you know, baked or stoned the first time. My second time in the woods, <laughs> out of high school, we went to the woods to smoke some. And uh, that time I didn't even know where I was. So two different experiences for me. I was uh, smoking in the coconut. That's pretty. That's the first. That's the first time I've heard that first. So yeah. Well, tell me. My buddy and I were looking for uh, some. We've heard people smoking at apples. Somehow we had a coconut, and we noticed the three. You know the divots on top. We're like, oh well, that's perfect. We'll drill three holes there. You know, one for the bowl, one for the carb, and one for your hit out of. And that's what we did. 
Uh, it had been a pretty tasty bowl, really, I would think. Yeah. It was cool. Huh. First experience. I bet. I bet. So did you get, did you actually get stoned? Because a lot of people, I know I did my first experience. I'm not going to, you know, but there are a few that say they didn't, uh, you know, get high that not first really. experience. No? Uh, not too much. I don't know if I just, uh, the one hit wasn't enough because we didn't have much. Just, I don't forget where he took it from his uh, cousin or something. He got some. But I don't know if we didn't smoke enough or if it wasn't very good or. Who knows if it was even real? <laughs> it was the first time. But the second time with some buddies in school, it, shortly after that, I got uh then it worked, <laughs> we'll say. <laughs> it, was, it was a pretty weird, interesting uh, experience, yeah. Well, tell me about it. <laughs> the floor is all yours of all Forge One. The floor is all yours, good sir. The experience the second time after school, we went, walked into the woods and uh, we smoked out of a buddy, got a new pipe. Then we walked to Dunkin' Donuts and I was baked out of my mind on the walk to Dunkin' Donuts. Like I, you know, it was first time, never experienced anything like that. So I didn't know really what to expect. Uh, I liked it, but I was nervous at the same time, I remember. Uh, so we went to Dunkin' Donuts. Like We got some uh, something, food, something to eat, some food or something, like a couple of donuts, maybe coffee. And then we left Dunkin' Donuts. And like halfway to the walk home from there, I'm like, oh, my backpack. I left my backpack at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> so, you know, it was pretty good. <laughs> No, it was pretty good. That's what I see. Yeah, the second time was definitely a good one for you. Yeah, better than the first, we'll say. Uh, cheers to uh, Terry Wilson and Mrs. Kinko's Kinko's genetics. God, I'm still fucking that up. Mike Jones, Terry Wilson, thank you for joining in. So how how long before you be actually became like a dedicated smoker? So that was more uh, like a year or two later, my senior year, end of junior year, senior year, uh, when, you know, it started to become pretty much constant, not constant, I would say, but, you know, daily or weekends and all, all the time. And then from there on, uh, yeah, it's been from there, it's been smoking, but the cultivation journey didn't start until recently, about two years ago for myself. I've been growing about two years. Nice. I I encourage everybody to grow, you know. We all don't need a hundred years experience or nothing like that. Every every day counts in my book. So when did you actually uh was there a point where you actually discovered like the municipal value of it? Or have you just been a, a wreck smoker? I mean, no shame. I, I've yeah. I smoked forever as a you know a wreck girl or a wreck. You know, I started early on, and it wasn't until you know actually later on that I actually seen 
I think I was using it beforehand medicinally before I like realized I was actually using it medicinally. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yep. Very similar for me. Yeah. It, it makes me more social in like social situations and things. And I'm, I'm like, uh, I don't know if I'm like uh, very quiet or something when uh, you meet people, but if there's, you know, passing around the joint or smoking, it's uh, more of a social thing for me, I would say, but uh medicinal thing came later in life uh got into some things and and i got away from cannabis and cannabis somehow brought me back to you know sanity and saved me again we'll say nice. so uh when and what led you to ultimately growing what made you want to start cultivating the plant just tired of buying it and the love for the plant i i didn't really that's i didn't know how much i loved the plant until i started growing it i love to smoke the plant right but once you started growing it it's it's something different i don't know how to explain it i'm sure everyone who grows can understand where i'm coming from but what made me start growing my cousin got me a couple clones uh, like two years ago. A couple, bo- uh, couple bag seeds actually I found. Uh, my buddy got some bud from Colorado, some really good stuff. There was some, a couple of seeds in the bag, but it was really, really good. So I popped the seeds and only like, uh, I think there was maybe four or three or four of them. One of them made it and uh, it's some story where I had to get it out. I put it outside in the woods. Then, you know, it was doing great outside. And then I took a cut of it outside and I brought it back inside. So that, that, that's my dragon tail. If you see on my Facebook, uh, my Instagram, that's the dragon tail. That was a uh, bag seed from Colorado. It was really some fire stuff. It's, it's good. I actually don't have it anymore. I have a couple crosses with it, but I don't have that uh, cut anymore. It's hard to keep them all. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's hard to keep them all, for sure. I know I've lost uh, quite a few uh, things I wish I would have kept over the years, but <clears throat> the more I think about it, even if I would have kept it, they would have probably eventually got phased out anyway, so... Guess no crying over spilled milk. Because <laughs> uh, I'm forever on that hunt, popping seeds and you know trying to find something new. And like I said, you just can't keep them all. Unfortunately, there's room restrictions and all that good stuff. So. Reminds me of I don't know if you fish. I fish, and it reminds me of saying my dad used to say, "You never lose a lure, you never get to go buy a new one." So if you never you ever keep running everything and you never you never change, you're never gonna try something new. You're never gonna have that space really. I like that saying. I've never heard it before. Yep. So oh. yep. what else? Uh, the dragon tail. That was a good one. It's it's got a nice lemony, limey, uh Almost like a fruit loopy taste. Very good, yeah. man. Who uh, do you know who bred that one? 
I have no idea. That was uh, the bag C that I got. I, I want to say it was chem cheese. I don't even know, remember it. I could be completely off. I, it could have the name could have got changed in transit. You know. But it was a, uh, yeah, it was really good fire stuff. And then you never know so, unless you pop it. A lot of people are hesitant to pop a bag seed. But uh, I don't know. After after that experience, I'm I'm not too hesitant. I, I'll I'll pop a bag seed, no problem. I'm not afraid to uh, pop some bag seeds either. Especially um, if it came out of uh, something pretty good. So what's one of your favorite strains you like to uh, to partake in? Do you have a favorite strain? I've been liking that Temple of the Dog uh, from Ethos. I grew, I've been growing that out for a little bit. That's a pretty good one. I was asking about uh, that the other night. Somebody else had grown it on the uh, on your show. We were talking about that. Uh, what else do I like? That chocolate mint OG that I've grown recently was pretty nice. Real, real frosty. It was real nice. Almost like a mocha, coffee, minty uh, terp. Pretty good. Uh, what else? Uh, you know what I've been looking for? The terps. I I've been looking for the diesel. I just got it from Lorax, a couple of beans. Lorax, I think it's 315. The uh, 96 Sour D. That's a good so, one. That's something I remember from when I was young and being on the East Coast. I remember that one. Uh, so I've been trying to find that. I believe I've got like some uh, New York sour diesel somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere is in a bottle. <laughs> I don't, I'm not, can't remember who the heck I got it from. It's been so long now. Those seeds are actually really old. I've been around that case for a minute. Yeah. What else? So, uh, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you. Go ahead. I was just going to ask, uh, what do you like to grow in? Tell us a little bit about your growth style. I grow uh, in Pro Mix mostly. Uh, I grew in Fox Farm in the beginning. Uh, I didn't, I wasn't a fan of the Fox Farm, but. I uh, switched to ProMix BX, and then I did the HPCC, which has got the cocoa in it. I was just going to ask. Just hit my YouTube there. Yeah, you're good. And uh, so I like I like the, the BX, actually, without the cocoa, a little bit better. But my, my growth shop around here hasn't had it, so I've been going with HPCC, like 60-40 cocoa. Uh, I like it, and I've been using Floriflex. I grow with Floriflex. I'm a salt guy. Uh, Me too. I use, yeah, I use uh, Herb Natural for my microbes. I also use Mammoth P a little. I had a sample of the Mammoth P. Again, some pretty good stuff there. Yeah. Nice. What else? I grow. I, I like the lights. I use are. Uh, 315s and quantum boards, HLG quantum boards I used. Did you uh, put those together or did you uh, buy them? Yeah, no, I got two 
I did a DIY two quantum board, uh, the HLG 288 V2s. And I got myself a driver, 240 driver. Talked to Steve over there at HLG. Really, really great guy, man. Helped me out. And, uh, yeah, he set me all up. And then I just got some uh, at Home Depot, the aluminum angle. And I did it myself. I really like the 288s, although I want to get the uh, some 660 in there. I got to uh, look into that soon. Yeah, I've never put one together myself, so I'm just curious to uh, to know how difficult it was. I have a little bit of electrical background, a little bit of uh, construction background, so I've worked with wires and stuff before. So it was, uh, I was a little more comfortable, but it's really easy. I mean, I would really recommend it or help somebody who had a problem doing it. It's pretty simple and straightforward. You know, as long as, you know, you just follow the diagrams, you know how to follow diagrams, or you could do a video call with somebody, but it's not, not hard. So uh, do you have separate tents? Do you grow in tents? Well, getting to that, um, I I'm not I don't have anything going right now. I'm moving in about six weeks, so everything is shut down right now. I got a little bit of germination testing happening, but they're not going to ever get flowered. I'm just I wanted to make sure you know everything's popping and stuff, and everything's all good from a recent uh, thing I did. But I don't have anything growing right now. But when I was growing, I had two two different rooms here at the end. One of my rooms that I'm in now, I was using for a flowering room. And, but I had a tent in here. I didn't use the whole room. Let me phrase that. And then in the other room, I had a couple of tents with veg, veg plants going. Nice. Yeah. So uh, what do you, what's your next setup going to look like? Let's uh, run it through. Uh, if, if you can design your next perfect room, what's it going to be like? Right? Well, it's going to be tough. I'm moving to Amsterdam in like six weeks. So I don't know how that is going to set up. <laughs> but if I could have it however I want to set it up, I'd like to have uh, probably, we're probably going to be smaller because we might be in the city. So I'm just going to grow for my personal medicine. And uh, I'll probably have like a four by four and a two by four tent and uh, set up like that. But what if ideally... If we're talking about every intricacies and everything that's going in there, I really would like some of the newer LED technology out. I got to find out even if it's, you know, compatible over there with power and stuff and outlets. I'm sure, I'm sure it is, or we could figure out how to make it work. Oh yeah. You'll just have to swap them plugs out. Yep. And the, the ends of them. No big deal. Well, I really like the science LEDs. Those are really nice. I love being able to control all your uh, spectrums. Yeah, very interesting, so, very interesting. If you don't mind me asking, what's the draw to uh, to answer that? My, my wife, I'm married. My wife uh, took a job over there. So I couldn't, we, could, we couldn't turn it down. I mean, she asked me and, you know, being Amsterdam, I had never been there, we had just, went there recently in January to check it out for all this. But uh, I heard Amsterdam and immediately, you know, yeah, hey, let's go, right? 
let's go. So we went over there and we checked it out and yeah, we liked it. And that's, that's so far the story. We're just waiting to hear back uh, when it's going to happen. Six that's pretty weeks. awesome. Yeah. I was just curious because it's everybody, you know, most people that's ever grown cannabis to at least go there at some point. I was just wondering if it, it was cannabis related or if it was, like, you know, like you said, it was uh, something personal that took you over there. But it's it's got to be a pretty amazing experience all in itself if, uh, you know, you're taking work, go, she's taking work to go over there. And, uh, you know, it's got to be definitely worth the opportunity to be chasing you know across the, the world like that so i'd probably jump on it too <laughs> you know yeah and like i said amazing place you I mean you still get to indulge in your cannabis that was just the kind of my next question there would is uh you know why would you be leaving the states when it's just kind of opening up here but if you had to go anywhere else that would be you know, a close second you can go and still live the life that you're now getting now accustomed to here in, in America it is pretty much yeah. old news over there. But uh, it's, I, I'm still, I hope you can uh, keep us postponed uh, after the move and uh, let us know how things are over there in Amsterdam. Yeah. I'll definitely be 100% interested in that too. Well, that'd be that'd be just a cool experience all in itself. I've known a few people that's went over there, and they always say it's really cool. So I wish you guys yeah. the best of luck over there. Thank you. I really appreciate that, Eagle. Uh, I don't think we plan on like staying there permanently. I think it's going to be a couple years, like uh, two or three years. I think eventually we will be back here. But you know, anything is possible. It's life. Life happens. <laughs> Yes, I see Boom, Boom Farm in the chat. I want to shout out Boom Farms. I see him in there. Red Setter. Some guys in there. If you guys got any questions, man, shoot. You guys uh, can scroll through my, my Instagram and see what my recent stuff I've done. A couple of cool, great guys right there. Boom and yep. uh, Red. Smoke and Grow Frazier. Now that I've got a couple of you guys mods in here in chat. I'd like you guys to, uh, if somebody hit uh, Modern Genetics and ban them, will you guys please unban them? I'm not even sure how to do that. But uh, he got with me on Instagram today and said it was a complete typo. And somehow or another, he got banned. He's, He's been watching the show every day since 420. And last night he was in chat and just talking and talking and talking and uh, nobody could see his comments in chat. So uh, if somehow he got banned or he's, he's hidden from the channel somehow or another, can we uh, undo that? He is completely sorry. I can relate because <laughs> I don't look back. I, I'm terrible uh, texter. I'll hit them buttons and I, I look back after I hit send sometimes and I'll be like, oh no, oh no. And he, I, when he told me his story, I totally related. He said he was reaching out to somebody named uh, Mitch in chat and he accidentally hit that B and it came out bitch. 
So it sounded. He said it sounded like he was saying something negative in chat, and and they hit him. So guys, could he's sorry. So please undo modern genetics. Sorry, Paul. I just wanted to address that. I told him I would, and uh, it's only fair. Accent tag. No worries. No worries. So, uh, what strains uh, have you ran? What, I mean, talk to me about the the fun stuff you've been able to run so far. Do you want me to bring up some of the pictures? Uh, let me just look. Uh, your own. <clears throat> what have I done recently? I've done uh, out of the ethos. I've done the OG Lime Killer, Mandarin Sunset. Uh, the Temple of the Dog. And I have the whole angry that he did, but there was some beef with that one. I didn't really ever grow that one out really completely. <clears throat> grown some Humboldt chocolate mint OG. I've grown uh, the Temple of the Dog from Ethos I mentioned, that Dragon Tail, Memberberry, uh, Blue, Blue Cushberry. It was a decent indica, blue Cushberry. Uh, I've grown the cuts of Gorilla Glue that I actually don't believe now after growing them were actually the Gorilla Glue, but they were given cuts as Gorilla Glue. I've grown a uh, Jack Ferrer. Sorry. How'd you like those ethos genetics? Uh, I do. I really, I really think that the Colin puts out some real good stuff, man. I do. Yeah. I've ran a couple of their streams as of late, and uh, both were good. Both were uh, aggressive growers, I would say, and uh, one more so than other, the other. One was the I-O-G-O-G-O, and the other was uh, Insane in the Membrane, and uh, that insane yeah. in the membrane, I couldn't. I got, I'm giving it one last shot in a scrog back here, but right. uh, she she was tough to contain in the HPS tents, man. If that you let that <laughs> thing get two foot, she was seven foot tall in the tent. And actually, I had one hit the top of the tent and bend over like a foot. Wow, it was just the stretch. Yeah. What was it? it? Was the stretch on it, huh? It was probably four times, <laughs> almost. Wow! Stretch. So yeah, hmm. like I'm saying, Maybe like with if the it frog. was yeah, two foot, if you were two foot, it, you're looking at like an eight foot plant. Wow, that's an outdoor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. That's the only way that I could probably tame it. That's a, that was after multiple time toppings and trying to bush her out real good. Still got out of control like that. So I think the the scrog's the only way. Flipper sooner. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's the only way out there. That's what I was su suggesting to everybody else. Rooted, flip the rooted clone. <laughs> she does pretty good though. Then uh, the other downfall I didn't like about it was uh, she's a twelve weeker. She's a long one. A little long, and yeah, that's too long for my perpetual harvest. I just, yeah, I got I just got some uh, 
Todd McCormick's uh, original Hayes seeds he's selling. He's getting on AG. I think it's AG seeds. But that's a long one too. But I, I like to have genetics like that just in the vault in the bank just to, for a rainy day. Not sure when I'll get to run it. It's like a long strain, like you're saying, but I've always been a Hayes fan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just, uh, they're, they're not bad. They just have to be worked in properly. And in yep. that case, I, I guess I wasn't expecting the extra long flower time. So right, it's, right, right. It's a, I need to group some together, I guess. Is that insane, <laughs> insane in the membrane? Is that supposed to be like a longer going strain or is it that particular pheno? See, that was the thing. That was supposed to be like their hype strain. So they did release like, they put some names on the box, but it wasn't what it was. It was just, it was, uh, yeah, kind of like a mystery strain. Hmm. So there was How a lot of good that? info on it. Pardon me? No, you said you've grown it before. Like, what is that? What are the flavors on it? What are the terps on it? It was weird because I pulled it at different intervals, and it started out like um, eight nine weeks. It started out like a like a sour, like it was a creamy, almost like a sour. I always said it was like a sour cream taco. It was like it had this weird like cream taste to it, like almost like a school taco. I, I don't know. So weird. It was. It wasn't a bad taste. It was. It was good. But the more I let it go on, it, it's progressed. And around um, twelve, there she's more like a, a sweet. Still, kind of got that creamy smell to it, but more like kind of a rock candy uh, notes to it around nice. week twelve. Nice. So it, it definitely progressed as it went along. So, yeah, twelve is a magic number. I'm hoping that uh, LEDs should well should knock at least a week off of that, you know, because most things that are harvested on the LEDs uh, are finished up a lot sooner. I found at least a week sooner. Now, you run twelve twelve. I run eleven thirteen. How about you? No, I do. I do run twelve twelve. But I am con more and more considering, at least on the LED side, of going 11.13. I've run it before, yeah. but it's not something I'm currently running. And, uh, you know, I didn't, when I ran it before on my HBS side, I didn't notice, notice any um, negative effects. When, uh, but I, I didn't notice any, you know, positive effects either, other than, you know, some power power savings in the end you know i'm right. saving that whole hour of 4k being okay. off but uh that was a long time ago so now that i understand that my leds are putting out more of uh, an intense light onto the plant i'm thinking about uh utilizing that you know time schedule more now and the same thing on the veg end of it i'm thinking about going to uh 16 16 yep. and then off the LEDs. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> I, I, uh, I run 18 in veg usually, but I'm considering doing the same thing when I set back up the 16. But that's if you have the right lights, you know, if you have the right, you get a new DLI and all that. 
What's that? That whole thing's uh, some amazing tech there. You know, the DIY and yeah. uh, the Emerson effect. Our whole thing's uh, definitely worth lo looking into. You know, with these LEDs and us being able to change spectrums and stuff, it's kind of silly not to uh, toy with it and really, you know, tweak it in and make it as efficient as we can. I nerd out to, uh, I think his name is Bruce Bugby, big LED guy. <clears throat> no, not LED guy, big horticulture guy. He's a professor at the college. <clears throat> Forget his exact uh, title, Bruce Bugby. I, have, I haven't heard of him. Yeah. He's got some things on YouTube you uh, check out about all that lighting. If you want to get into all that tech and understanding all the lighting and all the DLI and all the you know, all that uh, crazy stuff. <laughs> I do, and that's kind of a, it's hard info to find on YouTube right now. There's like just like a couple of videos and uh, that I have found because I've tried to look it over a little bit more before, like I had lost sleep on. I knew that was a subject I wanted to bone up on uh, with him. And uh, when I researched it, I had hard time finding some really good videos on it there was a few but it was just some very basic info on it so so i'll have to uh, try looking him up and seeing if i can uh, find those videos yeah i think his name is bruce bugby i'll send it i'll try and type it in chat here <laughs> anyone have any questions in chat Let's see if I could type it right now. Hello, Michelle S. F. Iberson, J.D.'s Shredder, Backwoods, all good. I like that name. Jack Greenstock, Canvas Badass, how you doing tonight? A. Nova says 11.13 for the win. So he definitely agrees with you there. Jazz Warrior, how you guys doing? Scroggy, Nick Scrogger, 10-4. I like that name. Yes, okay. So is breeding some of uh, some stuff you work on as well? Absolutely. Uh, I'm just getting into breeding. I'm, I've done it a little bit, but it's super fascinating to me. And uh, yeah, yeah. So whenever since I really started growing the plant, I have like this fascination for it, and it's it's changed my life. I would say, yeah, changed my life since I started growing it. It. I'm just so much more in tune with. I don't even, I can't even explain to, to you how it's like, it's grounded me and uh, it's got me in tune with good in everything. Trying to see the good in everything. For sure, I agree 100%. I mean, just working with the plant is uh, so calming. Looking at, we were talking about that a little bit last night, going over the plant, just 
looking things over leaf by leaf, it's it's so easy to uh, lose whatever stress you've had throughout the day into that plant. You know, just concentrate, just looking her over, seeing if they need anything. It's a very very therapeutic. Yeah, getting that whatever you guys spend in your garden about an hour, a couple hours a day. It really is uh, therapeutic. It's almost like meditation. You know, it settles your mind and uh, just calm, very calming for me. So can you walk me through uh, a little bit of your growing uh, style? Do you like to uh, do a lot of tapping? Uh, do you like to do a little bit of low stress training? Or do you just let them, like to let them grow up natural? Yeah, no, I like to low-stress train them and pop uh, them. Depending, you know, on the plant and how it's growing, I'll, I'll top. Sometimes, you know, the first time I'll grow something, I won't. I'll let it go and I'll see how it goes, see what, what type of, you know, growth I'll get out of it and if it needs to be topped. <clears throat> Some plants, I don't, they almost top themselves. I had plants that, like, top themselves and, they just push out on their own on their own so i think uh you should really just grow it the first time see how it really does on its own naturally and then you work with it if it needs to be worked with you you help it low stress training too i bend too yeah i'll, I'll bend too to get more tops i do sprog i like to sprog <clears throat> um I'll do a double scrog actually. I'll put the first scrog on, you know, going into flower right in the beginning when I right when I'm flipping, and then like uh, two weeks in, going into that last week of stretch, I'll get a little another scrog net on just for that extra support. You mentioned that you uh, like to use the salts yourself. Is there a in particular uh, brand you run? Uh, for nutrients or. Yeah, I use uh, Floriflex nutrients. I started out using Fox Farm nutrients, probably like almost a lot of the beginners, <clears throat> and learned real quick that that's not where you want to where you want to go. And uh, from there, I went to Blue Planet nutrients, and I was using their Farmers Pride, their organic line. <clears throat> I really like that. <clears throat> and then I wanted something uh, like cleaner. I saw Floriflex and. And, and I, I switched over to Floriflex only because it's cleaner and it's not the liquid and the mess. And I was, you know, you spill when you're mixing your nutrients and stuff. But I really like the Floriflex to, it's clean, it's, you know, pretty consistent, it's consistent quality. And uh, I mean, it's, it's clean, uh, you know, it's clear, it's not messy. I like it. So I've been using the Floriflex. Yeah. I'm, I was a fan of the Blue Planet Nutrients myself, and I've been known to uh, run them quite a bit over the years. But the price point, it's definitely uh, worth it. You know, It's definitely an economical brand versus everything else, and you get good plants out of it. But I'm back to the salts right now as well. I'm running on. Uh, they are convenient. You know what I mean? They just... Yeah. I, I, can, I can agree, like especially if you're running a multiple... Uh, nutrient lineup where there's 10 different inputs five inputs 
you know, that can be a mess. And that's a lot of measuring. You know, people scoff at the idea of weighing out the nutrients, but how many times do you weigh out, you know, measure out all them little bottles and make it a mess? Uh, to me, that little bit of weighing you're doing is, is nothing. I, I actually get to a point when I get to a brand where I, like, kind of know. You know what I mean? I've already cheated a little bit almost like mark the cup so where i know where a and b go and i just kind of i'm not even weighing it anymore i'm just kind of yeah. real close in it uh-huh <laughs> once you've been doing it once you've been doing it you, you it's second nature you, you know before you even put it on you know where you're where you're gonna be yeah what about uh microbes i, I use i've used herb herb natural i use the like i said the mammoth do you use microbes at all or no with the cocoa? I know you do cocoa. Yeah, I do. I mix in the azos and the mycos, and uh, I like to mix a little bit in uh, when I transplant, of course, and then water some in with the bio root, you know, multi different phases, usually about mid veg, one about two, about a week and a half before flower, and then a week into flower. Uh, one last time with the microbes, and then I cut them off after that. You know, there's no sense in uh, wasting them after that point. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, me too. I agree. I agree. I, I use the microbes too. I use the mycos and azos on transplant. My stuff right here. My mycos, my azos. I sometimes use a little back one or on transplant. <clears throat> I, I kind of add them for multi-reasons myself. I, I add them, A, because uh, I just think the bigger, the healthier root zone you have, the better off you are, A. Yes. And uh, B, I do uh, input. So at some points, I like to uh, put in some natural elements as well, like fish fertilizers and uh, molasses. So I need some micros in there to help break down that stuff and make it a little bit more available than it is. What's up, Charlie's Farm 420? How you doing tonight? Yeah, I've played with that stuff too. I would definitely use that outdoors, but indoors it worked really well too. What's your experience with it? Uh, yeah, I don't. I didn't really notice too much of a difference, to be honest, uh, with all the other, you know, stuff. But. It's, I didn't, it's definitely not a negative effect. I wouldn't say anything negative came from it. I've also used Photosynthesis Plus. So That's a product I've been kind of kicking around lately. I've heard a lot of good things with it. And uh, I'm not too keen on foliar spraying, but uh, I guess, again, I've heard so many good things on it. I'm thinking about giving it a shot. Um, if you've heard a lot about it, you'd know that it's, stinky stuff pretty stinky stuff so i don't know about foliar speeding i i just put it in and i, I you know i root trench it or put it in with my feet or when i'm doing my microbes or whatever but i don't know man foliar spray it's gonna stink <laughs> yeah oh uh, you'll see hmm. you've never used it yet you haven't used it oh yeah no no i haven't used it yet i, I think they say the stinkier the better hmm. we'll see we'll see how you doing, Joe Carter? 
Yeah, I don't, uh, like I said, I don't like to spray a whole lot of shit if I can avoid it. Nothing definitely in flower, so. I don't do too much foliar. I've seen the optic foliar, and I haven't tried it, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. I would definitely would be willing to try the optic foliar. I haven't ever uh, foliared the, the synthesis, photosynthesis plus either, no. I'll have used wettable sulfur in veg and stuff for preventative, my IPM. I've used uh, wettable sulfur. <clears throat> yeah, everybody's been talking a lot about that lately. It's uh, definitely something to think about here in Michigan. Or should be used here in Michigan because I've heard a lot of growers, a lot of growers struggling lately with PM. So it was uh, on the Michigan Bro Show, they were talking about um, the, the slugs, slugs, right? Slugs being, uh, this is something that I, I used uh, outdoor that my cousin gave me. It's Omri, Omri listed, so it's organic. And it, uh, you just put dust that around them. That keeps them away. I don't know uh, if they've seen that. I don't actually grow outdoors. Do you, do you grow outdoors? No, I, the only growing experience I have outdoors is really the, the one time I put the, uh, the dragon tail outside in the beginning. I had it outside for, I didn't, I never, I've never bought it outside. <clears throat> My cousins, you know, they, they do have the outdoor stuff. I go up there, I help them. Yeah, just because I'm a, a caregiver and I do a perpetual grow, I just feel like if I uh, kind of set some stuff outside, I'm kind of inviting, uh, you know, invaders or whatever. So fucking, there's no sense in uh, risking security just for a part-time harvest. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear that. Yep. I do wish I for a bigger indoor space, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a decent sized space it looks like decent sized space yeah it's well managed I got yeah. uh, let's see eight tents and uh, eight flowering areas tents and uh, veg area behind the camera that I barely show when is too much yeah. plant when do you need help with the plants like when does the plant count like overwhelming to you <laughs> oh now <laughs> it's it's about a full full time job right now, and then definitely uh, think about training some people at some point. Or, you know, another yeah. person. But right now, I'm a fully licensed caregiver, and I have you know five patients plus myself, which brings my Michigan limit up to seventy two. So that's a you know, that's a handful. Yeah, so you could use a bigger space. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't even actually ever even get up that high because I'm just a firm believer in uh, bigger plants and, uh, and uh, you know, instead of doing like multi plants, wasting a bunch of like 12, I try to stay in my quads, four to a four by four, four to a light, basically. It's always what uh, sub cools, quads, basically. <laughs> quads. Quads. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. 
I dig it. I've done, I've done a few scrogs. This is actually my third over here in the corner under the HPS, and I'm still, I still think at least under the HPS side, I'm doing better sanding them grills off than I am running that scrog. But I'm not knocking the scrog technique at all. But over here on the LED sides now, I've ran two scrogs over there, and both of those have done, you know, well. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just being able to get, like, just the light spread on how these two lights here cover the exact 4 by 4 I think that's why they've done so well there. Fixing to do another one, another, uh, one back here under this... Uh, Yep. Active Grow 660. I'm going to do, I'm gonna, actually, that's where the insane's at. I'm going to actually pull the other two out that's in there, and then I'm going to drop a scrog on the insane and start weaving her through just before a flower here the next day or so. Sweet. I'm liking my LEDs. Sooner or later, them HPS are coming down. Sooner or later, they're coming down. Yeah, just a matter of time. Yep, yep. The technology, I feel, is absolutely yeah. caught up. Yeah. Them science uh, units are definitely sweet, though. Those new Diablo boards, uh, HLG does, are nice, too. I was just looking at those recently. They have the new 660R. Yeah. 660, yeah, those boards... Do I DIY a couple of those boards up? I was looking at it. The damn like computers anymore, man. You sit there and you save up all that cheese to get that light, and then as soon as you get that thing home and get it out of the box, or like the new 660 RS, <laughs> you're yeah, like, yeah. I just plugged this one in. <laughs> I ain't got to run out of it yet. They already got the new one out. Well. Then you got to go with the science, I think, then, because then you have control of your spectrum. So whatever the new one that comes out, you, you, you could be able to change to that spectrum unless the diodes aren't capable, of course. But. You know, them science lights are pretty sweet. You know, eventually that's going to be the, the mark right there that everybody else is going to follow, I think. You can completely tweak and dial, you know. Yeah, I like the idea of that so much better than just being able to dial down the light itself. You know, I like control. I like to, yeah, the control of it, just you know, testing it out, see which one works, being able to pull back them reds and test some of these theories that are being thrown out there for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of back. just being dealt whatever they give us. I mean, come on, for the longest time, they told us that just the red and blues were it. <laughs> so we're still kind of being stuck behind, you know, what they're throwing us and not just the science of what we're learning. Yep. Great, man. I like the new science. I like the control, the control feature. <laughs> Completely dial whatever you want. Yeah, that is the future. Fumador and the flavors. Welcome tonight. How you doing? What you smoking on? We got 46. We got 46 in here. We got a couple of seats to give away here. We Go got, right ahead, uh, my friend. We got some of the Mimosa S1. And we got uh, 
some of my Gandog BX cross with the Mimosa. And then we have Pertmosa, Purpolata from Copycat cross to the Mimosa. And then the same thing that whoever wins the Pertmosa will get a pack of the Gandog Mosa and whoever wins the Mimosa S1 will get a pack of the Gandog Mosa. There's six packs. <clears throat> so however we want to do it, if you guys want to pick a number, we got 45 people in here. I'll write a number down between one and, we'll say 150, one and 150. <clears throat> and uh, sounds like a pretty good deal. Let's get it going. Let me set a timer here. What do we want to do first? Which one's going to go first? It's all up to you, buddy. All it's right. It's all up to you. Who wants all right, you guys ready for one? some beans? I'm sorry. Beans. You're good. They're already, we haven't even started yet, guys. You guys got to wait. Hold them numbers. Nothing counts yet. Nothing <laughs> counts yet. Until we say start. Hold on. I love this crowd. I do. <laughs> All right. Let me set this timer. We'll give them what? A minute? Minute and a half? Minute and a half sounds fair. To throw their numbers up there. First one that's close enough or hits it wins. The first one. We're going to call it out if you hit it dead on. If you don't hit it dead on, then we'll wait until see who's closest. Does that sound fair, Bob, for 20? Sounds good to me, Eagle. All right, I got a minute and 30 timer set. All right, the chat has slowly stopped. You guys are still going, still going, still going. Stop. Miss Greenpot's 44 is the last number. Stop. Stop. I want to completely stop before we say start. Come on, guys. <laughs> no more. I think it stopped. Come on. It take, they got like a 20-second delay. I'm going to fucking... Once it starts, I'm going to hold the clock up, and you guys will see. Okay? All right. All right, I'm just going to type go and every... Go ahead. Perfect. Perfect time. Do you ever want to do some breeding there, Eagle? I do a little bit from time to time, but it's not uh, more of a hobby right now than a passion. I'll get there. Once I get the space, I guess that's the way to answer that in Ball 420. Once I, yeah, I get more space, that would be a definite. Uh, oh, I, you didn't tell me the numbers. I couldn't. Uh, you're going to have to look. Hmm? I'm looking. So we got 30 seconds if you haven't seen the number. I've seen it. We gotta stop. Yeah. I've seen it three people. 
The first Whoa. one I saw who had it was Christian. Christian, you the winner. I am going to double check that right now. They're still rolling. That's it. They already got it. Christian, you won that round. All right. What was the... It's 33. There you go. All right, I write that down. Christian, that was the mimosa, and now we'll do the pertmosa. Let's make him wait a minute. Let's make him wait a few minutes. That's right. They keep them tuned in. You don't want to give out all the goodies now, then they just leave. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You guys wouldn't be like that. Uh, I'll tell you, the Gandog was actually one of Ethos. That was the Temple of the Dog from Ethos. I crossed that to Temple to Afghan Kush, an Afghan Kush male, to the Temple of the Dog, made my Gandog. I popped those, and then I found a male I liked out of there, and I crossed that back into the to the temple of the dog to bring out more of the temple. Oh, nice! That yeah. sounds really nice. So my whole thing was I liked the temple, I loved the turps, but I wanted bigger bud, more mass, more dense. So that's why I thought the Afghan Kush would would, would help me dent, you know, bulk up a bit, say. I've ran the Afghan Kush. That was a, a nice strain. It was nice, dense buds. Really pretty buds. I like that. It, uh, it always, that old hashy smell, right? That's like a, Yeah, that was a, a good yielder for me. I ran that, I want to say, 2008, somewhere around there. I liked it, too. It was very hashy, sweet, spicy, the, the ones that I were, was finding. I liked it. It was like a sweet, almost like a sweet Indian spice. But it, it yielded too. It like so threw down. So I said, give me that male. That's the male that looks like that female over there. And I'm going to do that to that one. <laughs> and I, uh, yeah. And then I liked it. I As the Andog original, it's really good. It is good. It has a uh, dance and it's got the terps from the temple, but not, you can still I almost think there's more of the, Af the Afghan Kush than there is the Temple. That's why I, I hit it back into it one more time. I, I want to bring out more of that. That Temple has like a grapey, I don't almost, it's super unique. Grapey, grapefruity. Nice. It's like a I definitely like the. It, it's strong. It's, like, it's not like one of those sweet candy grapey grapefruities. It's like a, a gassy one. Kind of like a Durban and uh, grapefruit. I guess. I've never seen the Durban. I'd love to try and grow that one. That's what uh, I've. <clears throat> I've got a couple of strains right there uh, that have that in it. I've got the Winnie that, which is the C99 times Durban poison, and I've also got uh, my strain that I created, which was the Beautiful Loser, that has. Uh, the Winnie in it times Challenger D, which is a Star Destroyer times the Wizard Blue, 
So the long ways around it would be the uh, Star Destroyer times Wizard's Glue times Winnie, which was the dad, which was the C-99 times uh, uh, C-99 times Durapan Poison, I'm sorry. And uh, she's a... Uh, she, the Terps are the are the father there, but the bug structure is all the Challenger D. Nice, big, fat, pine coney buds. But yep. the taste is like a, uh, like a, I say a grapefruit cheese Danish is what the overall taste profile is on the beautiful Lucy. So I do dabble from time to time with breeding. I think I've only had like, uh, this. that was my third effort into a strain. But, uh, only limited, you know, once in a while. But it is something that interests me. But there's just so many other people that are out there that have uh, a dedicated, more dedicated space and can yeah. uh, put out more of a serious effort than I can at the moment. So. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I don't think I'm trying to get into uh, to be like a genetics uh, distributor, or a breeder like that. I do it more, it's just more for fun for me. I, I've never, you know, I just give them out. <laughs> give them out. And nothing wrong with that. Every, you never know when you're going to find that fire uh, strain, that Girl Scout cookies or that GG4, you know what I mean? They, they come from all, all sorts of places. So I love popping beans. That's I something that I admired about Subcool. He always gave, uh, you know, shout out to Subcool. Uh, he always gave out beans when he saw people he, he wanted everyone to grow he wanted people all to come together you know and that's I, that's the way i kind of i feel about it i want to same thing i don't i'm not trying to make any money off you I'm trying to be your friend and i'm trying to give you good genetics and i want you to grow good things and and i'd hope you know you'd want the same for me you know that's all that's pretty awesome brother that's pretty yeah. awesome I'm not trying to, you know, empty anyone's wallet. That's <laughs> what makes the good world go round right there, dude. That's what, what makes the world go round. <laughs> so is there anything uh in particular you're gonna look to uh to do while you're in Amsterdam there? Is there anything like to check off the list other than like the cannabis shops, obviously, but uh some sightseeing, anything like that? I did some sightseeing while I was, while we went in January. Uh, obviously, there's tons more to see. Uh, it's a beautiful city. I'm, I don't, have you ever been there? No? If you ever get the chance, really, anyone gets the chance. Anyone chats. It's an experience of a lifetime, man. It really is. I understand that it's becoming legal here and everything, but it's just a different vibe over there. It's almost like nobody like even cares about it anymore over there. Like whatever. It's getting so, so acceptable over here. It's it's nice, but uh, yeah. It's taking time to get all around though, you know. Were they did they seem uh, welcoming over there, knowing that you're you know from another country there? Did, were they open, you know? Believe it or not, everyone in Amsterdam speaks English. Uh, everyone was very friendly. I found everyone to be very friendly, yeah. Maybe it'll be different when I'm living there. We'll see. <laughs> they might get sick of me. 
I don't know. While I'm out there, though, I'd like to maybe work in like a facility or something outdoors. I don't. I'm not even sure if it's what they have out there. I gotta figure figure that that step out. But it would be interest interesting to work at a grow out there or something. Oh hell yeah! Learn some. It seemed like there'd be just tons of uh, cannabis knowledge over there to be uh, absorbed. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> tons. Seems like you could just even just work with some, like over there and work in a calf and uh, work with some of them longtime bud tenders that's worked with, you know, thousands and thousands of strains and can point you in uh, right directions of uh, which ones work best for what, you know, just the overall dealings and different uses. There's a, then bud tenders don't get enough credit, really. <laughs> Especially them guys over there that deals with thousands and thousands of different types of hash and buds. And God, you you have to be on your game to be dealing with it like they do. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Different effects. This is what we got. Fifteen hundred strains. Just here you go. It's just a lot to to absorb. You know, to be knowledgeable. And point they actually have. Out. They have some of the you know stuff we have out here out there. They charge a lot more for that one, you know. They get they get you oh you want the Cali strains it's more expensive of course, but uh, they have like the Mac out there and what do they have? I saw GMO I think Wedding Cake you know they had all the popular ones that are over here. Nice. It's funny to hear that. Uh that's our more high dollar strains are the stuff that comes over here versus you know their stuff there yeah, yeah. Hmm. well they have like super silver haze and <laughs> old older ones their varieties all the cushions did you try anything over there that in particular uh knocked your socks off probably the uh was it the GMO I had over there? It's pretty good. They whoever grew it out there did a good job. Yeah, I think it was the GMO. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But oh, they also had a, it was a Gelato Forty Three, a different Gelato than not the Thirty Three. There was a different uh, oh Blue Gelato or something. That was one that really was wowed me out there too. I was pretty impressed by that. That's another one I haven't heard of. Uh, Blue Gelato. What was the flavor profile on that? It was right up my alley. It was like that super earthy, uh, like I'm not sure. I I couldn't name the terpenes, but uh, like an earthy flavor. Yeah, it's good. A little bit sweet, earthy, but with it more uh, more wood. I just wanted to welcome CJ Apo and Kelly Freedom Farms and Johnny Kennedy to the show. How are you guys doing tonight? Unfortunately there, but Christian just said he's in Canada. This is a U.S., only for the U.S. Uh, I'd mail him over I there. just saw that. I just saw that. 
Miracine, yeah. Miracine, Jack Greenstock just said that's exactly the turf I was looking for. That's time that uh, I want to do some more research on is terpene and all the effects of each terpene and benefits. I think a lot of people focus on THC and CBD, but there's so much more to be learned about the terpenes than people realize. I'm sitting here, I'm sorry, I was sitting here looking back at uh, that second, who was second there. Oh, sugar. I think, trying to think of what I could do for Christian here because uh, Jimmy Crack Corn and Jimmy Crack Seeds had a 33 too. I know Jay Diz said it also, and uh, one other person said it. I don't remember who was first. Jimmy Crack Seeds, but I can't tell which one was first. Here's another one too, Laz BMG. That was it, I think. Those are the two. Uh, Christian, what can we help out with Christian with? Yeah, right now. Oh, so, Laz BMG. It was Laz. It was Laz? Yeah. And then Jay Diz. Laz, are you in the U.S., Laz? So this is how this will work. I will take care of Christian. And you can take care of Laz. So Christian... Uh, if you okay. will, DM me on Instagram, and I will hook you up. That is no eagle. You know what you do? I think you have it coming your way anyway. I'm just going to send you a replacement, and you can send them to him. Okay. Right? That works. That works. Yep. Absolutely. I'll send you a replacement for you if you want to send yours before you get them, but I'll have them out this week. And uh, if you want to send them to Christian, that would be awesome. Okay. So this round, you both win. Laz? <laughs> Laz, I'll put you down and I'll take care of you. And I'm Laz, right Christian now. BMG 15. You can DM me, Laz, uh, in, on Instagram if you have Instagram. Chat to make sure everything's all good. <laughs> all right. What's everyone smoking on out there? Good question. What's up, Smiley? I'm glad to see you uh, in chat tonight, brother. Everybody was asking about you. They were asking about you. I think it was in, uh, yeah, the Michigan Bros. Grocery Show. I got you. They were uh, looking for you, saying we all had missed you. Chris Mertz said we had missed you all weekend. And I was like, that's right. We had missed Nyland. And I believe it was Tara that said you've been working hard all weekend. So. 
We missed you, Smiley. Smiley. Okay, so just in case they missed it, Laz, you get a hold of Evolve 420. Christian, you get a hold of me. All is good. All is good. <laughs> So what type of music are you listening to over there when the garden is up and running? Evolve 420. I'm listening to some uh, Mendo Dope Boys, some Iteration. I also nice. listen to rock. I listen to hip hop. I listen to almost everything, to be honest. Not, I'm not the the club. Uh, that, that I don't listen to that, but almost everything. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I don't blame you on the. <laughs> 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 I don't do that. Oh, that's funny. I don't think I could. I did techno when techno was uh, at, at its peak, I think. Tough one for me. Nope. I give most everything else a try, though. I agree with you 100% there. I hate to tell you this, man, but some of the one of the best concerts I ever seen it unwittingly. There you go. Guns Wh- I didn't I didn't think it was gonna be that bad good of a concert. I kinda was like mm. But Rascal Flats, Rascal Flats fucking threw down, man. <clears throat> I can give him props right. I, right now. I went to one country concert, it was pretty good. I don't remember who it was, but it was good. Yeah, them country, them country concerts get down, that's for sure. Yeah, I listen to country every now and then. I listen to a little up church. Uh, Resurrection, how are you doing tonight? So, I guess now's just as good a time as any if you wanted to try that round two. This time we're going to specify clearly. We're in the U.S. US only. U.S. only on this round. <laughs> Sorry. Much love to the other viewers in Canada, Germany, U.K., Australia, and India. Can you believe that shit of all 420? India, huh? <laughs> Everyone. What's 1% going on? of the viewers come from India. Watch this show, if you can believe that. And hopefully, you'll be able to pull me down over there in Amsterdam once you get over there <laughs> and get a number or two over there from Amsterdam. <laughs> It'd be cool to see you pop up from over there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, whole different time schedule over there. What What is the time schedule like over there versus what time would it be over there right now? Pretty sure it's about six or eight, six hours ahead. Oh, you'd just be getting up over there then. Perfect. Probably be like, what is that? Is it four thirty? Five thirty in the morning. Five thirty. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Wake up in the morning and catch eagle. Yeah. Wake and bake with eagle. Yeah. <laughs> well, That's you're going to awesome. <laughs> That's when the second wave rolls in, really. That's pretty honest. If I do one of these extra long shows and I'm up 
Uh, there's one or two I've hit that five o'clock mark, but usually right around four o'clock, man, I, we get another rush of people that come in from across the country and the first shifters getting up around the country here are coming in saying hello, good morning and shit. Pretty awesome. So, all right, can you actually chat me the number? Can you hit chat over there on your okay. Zoom? That way I can help you look for the number. Chat, chat, chat. Oh, shit. So how do I chat? If you tap the bottom of there, it should say like a... Anyway, I can help you add some numbers are scrolling by. I gotcha. I seen it. Okay, let me uh, twist this dude. We're ready for Golek. I don't even know why I'm hand rolling. I rarely, rarely hand roll anymore. Right. I rolled two up, hand rolled two up just before the show. Watching Michigan Grove Bros. Uh, right in this banana boat. <laughs> I just thought about that when I was <laughs> said that shit. I was like, oh, man. All right. You ready? You guys, you guys ready? We have the number. Uh, Mosa. Ready? What is it? Uh, Evolve? This is for the Perp Mosa. Purpleate a mimosa. Ooh. All right, you ready to hit start there, Ball? Are you ready? Go. One to 150. Shredder is the first. Go ahead, keep going. I'll stop you when you get it. Yep, first one. T1 Productions, one to 50 if you're in the US, hurry up. One to one fifty. Do I see a close one? But that's not it. Ooh, there's another one close, but that's not it. Ooh, even closer. Watching. Oh. Lower. There's so far one of them's one off. Nobody else has got as close. Oh, Ooh, we have a one on one. That's it. I mean, two people stop. All right, just so you know, Laz, you were after the bell and you were the other one that was second close. 
Okay, Evolve, we have to go back. I think Dan J was one. He had a 27, and there was also a 29. So we yeah, have to Jay. do like Jay. a second. No, we have to do a second contest after that. So we got to pull, pull it down after that. Got it. Had two Wait a second, because Dan J had two guesses. His initial guess was 39. And nine. Yeah, everyone was so, guessing. What do you want to do? I still haven't seen that 29 number yet. I know I've seen it. Yeah, it was Jay, Jay Evans. Jay Evan Brooks. Yeah, he got it right on the money, didn't he? But that was just... I, there's no arguing for it on the money, I guess. Sorry about that. So who's the one that was right on the money? I don't even see the 29 again. Oh, it's 129. 39. Yeah, we'll give it to him. Jay Evan, you get it. I hope everybody's good with that. Won't be the last. Okay. So, what's everybody smoking on this? I light up my Pine Valleys. DMX is creation, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Liking it. Liking it. Number three is the one I end up sticking with, the one that was probably closest to his description of uh, the maple syrup. You know? Uh, pretty good. It's when I when it's she's up and on the on the vine there, she's kind of a piney fuel. But uh, if she dries up and you're smoking her, it's more like a maple syrup. And a nice chill, good chill smoke. Not bad. Not Sounds bad. Delicious. Sounds good. Good yielder. Good yielder for sure. Nice big buds. I was actually surprised by the yield. I wasn't uh, expecting it to be so good for the first round, but uh, 
I actually waited out. Well, I waited out on the air, so I guess it's all right to repeat that number. <laughs> I actually the the number three I got uh, nine and a half ounces off that number three for the first run. I did just let her grow up naturally, and uh, that's that's what I pulled down off for for the first run. So I was like, hell yeah, I'm glad I took cuts to number three. Number, <laughs> Absolutely. number three would be around for a minute. Other than that, I'm kind of cleaning the plate a little bit as far as strains that are popping around in here. Because uh, I've got so much new stuff coming and I've already got some stuff going. So uh, kind of. Letting some stuff go, pass some stuff on to some friends, and uh, making some room for some new stuff. So I'm always on that hunt. Right now, I'm looking. Soon as uh, Mrs. Quino's genetics, uh, soon as they're nice enough to drop me that Northern Lights cross of theirs, uh, that's hitting the dirt as soon as it gets here. Med grower ones uh, got some gear coming. Going to be dropping that as soon as. It it's here, and I've already got uh, American One's uh, Godiva in the dirt right now. So, trying to push some new genetics through the garden this year, uh, 2020. Yeah. And, of course, uh, I'm going to drop some of your gear when it gets here. I think I'm going to go after some of that Mimosa cross is what I'm going to drop first when it lands. Absolutely. It's gonna be a fun year. You'll be able to, you'll be able to watch uh, your cross grow while you're over there in Instagram, Amsterdam. <laughs> Excuse That'd me. That'd be dope, Nancy. man. That's gonna be awesome. I appreciate that, you guys. Pretty awesome. They, they were great guests right there. The Quinos couple. Great, yeah, they great were. people over there. Absolutely, yes. Great people. I loved hearing their anniversary story. What a trip, wasn't it? For the honeymoon, the honeymoon. I'm sorry. That, that's an amazing. That was an amazing uh, honeymoon right there. Super jealous. Yeah. Heck yeah. What else? So yeah. when when you're able to uh, get going again, uh, is there anything that's like burning a hole in your pocket that uh, is going to be like a must? when you get it going again? Uh, I said I liked the, the GMO when I was over there. And I just got my hands on some uh, a GMO Mac from Sacred Cut. So those are kind of burning a hole in my pocket. And those Lorax 96 or 98 Sour D, those are also burning a hole. You know what, evolved? I'm not even, I'm going to take that back. I'm not even going to ask you that question. It's not even fair. It's not even fair. Because <laughs> you could be going over there and uh, discovering a whole new world of fire and bringing yeah. it back here that, uh, you know, some shit that we ain't even used to yet. So I guess it's not fair to answer that question. <laughs> Hopefully you will score some awesome genetics while you're over there and can uh, bring some back. Absolutely. We'll make it happen. I think that's where a lot of uh, you'd be able to find some of the older land race strains that you could use for uh, a good backbone for your crosses. Yeah. 
Yep. Hope to learn a lot while I'm out there. Should be an interesting trip for sure. Yep. Have you ever been outside the country for a long period of time like that? No. For a long period of time? No, no, no. Never just, just on vacation, really. Yeah. Me either. Yeah. Sure, there's going to be a little learning curve there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I have a whole, there's a whole nother twist. There's kids on the way. I don't have any children yet, but that's another twist in there. Well, congratulations there as well. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Well, sounds like you've got all kinds of new milestones and in, uh, involves life over there. Yeah. So I hope you guys will see a garden soon. With what time I have, I hope it'll be decent size. <laughs> but who knows what the time I'm going to have. Yeah. Uh, We'll be watching. We'll be paying attention. Heck yeah. That was the one, yeah. Uh, Johnny Kennedy just said it. That Puckerberry knockout. That sounded real good. From the Kenyos genetics. Yeah, well, everything they offer over there just looked beautiful. Yeah, you guys are doing a great job over there, guys. Really. Really, they are. Yeah. You guys got any questions? It's like getting late. I'm going to slide up out of here if you guys don't have any more. How's the, how's the weather over there on the East Coast? I know we had a beautiful day over here. You guys yeah. enjoying a early spring over there as well? Yeah. Yeah, we had a nice weekend this weekend, too. Two, like, 70-degree days. Yeah, yeah, I'm not even used to the weather yet. I'm going to need to flip all my stuff outside, start pumping my hot air outside. Change my environmentals around in here. It's like 84 on top of that light right now, which means it's probably 76 right here where I'm sitting. So it's time to uh, <laughs> move some environmentals around. You've noticed like the last week as it's been heating up, man, I'm like glossy, <laughs> glossy yeah. from sitting in the room when it's uh, not used to my temperatures yet. Usually it's about 80 right there, 78, 80 up there. So we're about six yeah. degrees warmer than average right now. I'll get there. <laughs> so is there a, you did actually blow through your, uh, your beginning very, very quickly there. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, the floor is yours, my friend. I mean, you did kind of blow through that beginning a little bit there. Which one? Uh, just your uh, 
you're getting started and do you, do you have any good canvas okay. stories you want to share? Uh, yeah, I could talk. I could talk about like uh, my grow that I kind of a stories. I got my grows that I uh, have been through. I can go, please. Take us through to ball four twenty. Come on, man! Don't be shy. Uh, yeah. So. I, I when I first started was uh, cracking cracking that bag seed back in the day, and I got into the ethos. Talked about that, and then uh, baked. <laughs> Me too. Wee wee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I didn't sneak that in. Me, my daughter does that to me all the time. She adds the the wee wee. I told her I was going to sneak it in tonight at some point. I just looked over at my phone. She's like, will you please do the wee-wee? <laughs> I had to sneak I had to sneak it in there. <laughs> you got wee-wee. Wee-wee. There you go. You, you've got him to do it there, Lex. <laughs> <laughs> She's a pretty cool gal. So I didn't mean to. Uh, I, I cut you off on your story there, very rudely, Lexi. What? Let's go. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. I'm going to get going, though. Okay. All right. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, I'm sorry I didn't uh, get too deep there. Oh, no worries, brother. I appreciate your time and you coming on. You were nice enough to uh, pass on some genetics to some good folks to, uh, you know, get their garden yep. started and, or add on to their garden. So <clears throat> what do you, what's there to be sorry for, brother, you know? Uh, we got to meet you just like everybody else. This has been a great night for me. Hopefully, you've had some fun. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully you can uh, drop us some uh, updates from Amsterdam or anytime, you know, anytime you want to jump in, say hi. You're welcome to. But uh, we Appreciate definitely it. will be hoping that you can log on for a couple minutes and maybe it'd be cool. Like maybe it'd work out to like you could. Uh, do like a you know cafe pop in from a cafe give us a little look see or something zoom us from a cafe over there or something that'd be a live and on scene with Vault 420 in Amsterdam that'd be some cool shit get it going I'll let you yeah. pick the strain I smoke <laughs> I'd even do uh, an early show for you if you could make that happen if you guys get me all messed up <laughs> <laughs> But we do appreciate it. That's for I sure. Appreciate I appreciate you. Anytime, man. Anytime. Yeah. And uh, congratulations to the up-and-coming uh, child. Congratulations and good luck to you on the move. 
and uh, hopefully you keep us updated. Absolutely. I will. Thank you. Well, you have a good night, and uh, we'll hear from you soon, brother. Yeah. All right. And you guys who won, you can hit me up on uh, Instagram. I got your names written down. And uh, thanks, uh, thanks, everyone. Thank you, guys, chat, and thank you, Eagle. Thank you, sir. Have a great night. Later. Evolve 420. Everybody uh, check him out on Instagram. He was nice enough to come on and uh, tell us his story. Give away some uh, great genetics and uh, get some people's garden started or add to their collection. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. How's everybody's night tonight? Still kind of early. 107. 107 in uh, good old Michigan. I know I've had a pretty good day. Still smoking on this Pine Valley. Any of you all past guests would like to jump in and talk a little bit of shit with me? I spend a half hour, 45 minutes talking. If not, uh, that's cool too. I'll fucking hang out and smoke with you guys for a minute. and I probably should get my ass to work as well. I've been slacking been slacking. Fumador and the flavors. Good night in Vegas. Good night, Johnny Cana Seeds. Just chilling, Sergeant Pepper. How you doing tonight? Hope you guys are all doing well. Just clicking my lighter in the 